Yee Yee Podcast Season 2. We are finally back. Apparently, we have a new intro song. Here it goes. Alright guys, we took a long break. We are finally back. We're calling it Season 2. But we don't really know what that means yet. And also, we have not even heard that intro song. Have you heard it yet? Uh, nope. <laughs> so it better be cool. <laughs> Brian says he still hasn't even done it. So we are revamping things for what we're calling season two of the podcast. In reality, all it was, we were taking a little bit of a break. We had a lot going on, but we also wanted to kind of redo the podcast as a whole and make sure that every single week that we're jumping on here, that we're providing good content and good value uh it means a lot that you take time to listen to us so we don't take that lightly so tell the listeners a little bit about what we've got planned on this episode and then some episodes coming up yeah we just had yee day and we were able to connect uh with some top influencers that we think is going to be awesome content uh starting with matt Carricker from demolition ranch super awesome guy came in uh, was super open, always been one of those guys to, uh, just do whatever we need of him. And we asked him some, hopefully, uh, different questions and what he's normally asked. I think people are going to be pleasantly surprised that it's not just going to be a, a typical interview, but yeah. So the goal of season two is, uh, just freshen things up and, um, get some new guests on that maybe we haven't had before and just really be intentional with the questions that we're asking so that we can make it worth your time for those of you who are watching. Yeah. When we were going through things for the last over year that we've been doing the podcast, uh, we, we were talking about how it seems a lot of times the best content, it feels like comes from interviews because what's funny is, and I'm sure other podcasts have dealt with this, but sometimes like the, there's, you know, five or six people that jump on the podcast that are all ye employees. And a lot of times the stuff that we're talking about, we've already talked about in the office. Like we're all friends, which is a good thing. But a lot of these conversations we're having a second time. And so we wanted to be really intentional. And also we, with our brand, we have so many connections to huge content creators, athletes, celebrities, everything like that. And I do think that we're pretty good, truthfully speaking, at interviewing. And we ask different questions than what people have had before. Um, so yeah, that we're going to try to do a lot more of that and a lot more interviews and providing really good value. We need your help though. So there's a couple things. One thing is we need your help with guests. If there's anyone that you think would be a great guest for the podcast, uh, two parameters. One, don't say you're like cousin Barry that lives down the street because we're probably not gonna have Barry on. And then also don't say Trump because maybe one day we could have someone that big, but I don't think that that's probably gonna happen. You don't like Trump? Yeah. <laughs> and you don't like Trump? Here comes the peanut gallery. podcast, anti-Trump. No. <laughs> we don't we don't dip into politics too We're much. Not unless, unless Trump wanted to come on, then I would definitely dip into politics a little bit. Uh, and then the second thing is that the the reality of running... Man, it's, it's storming, by the way, at the farm. We needed this. Uh, the reality of running these types of content productions is that it takes a lot of money and time. And so... A lot of people that do content, they that's all they do. They're not they're not running a business or whatever. Like they are content creators, which is great. None of us are that. We 
do this for fun and we run ye apparel as our full-time job so it takes a lot of time from from you know ben's helping with notes and then post-production clips parker and i are doing actual stuff for the podcast like actually recording and then working on notes before and then brian obviously does all the editing and everything and that's probably the most time that that, would, that takes the most time and so all that is to be said is that we need this podcast to grow <laughs> like is that is that okay to just say like we got to grow the podcast yeah just like anything with business it just doesn't make sense to do it if it's not growing if it's not adding any value and so if it's not growing then that's showing that it's not worth our time and so if it's growing then it helps us to know that we're doing something right so the best way that we can grow is i don't know if that's where you were going with that is for you to just send a text to a friend if it's a certain episode that you like or if an episode comes out and you're like that was good it helps us out a ton to just shoot a text to your buddy and tell him to check it out and then hopefully it'll grow over time yeah we don't do sponsorships we don't yet we don't do any of that stuff that brings in revenue and people think that youtube money is good it's it's not <laughs> and we get a we get a little bit of a chunk and change here and there but yeah so a couple ways that you can help is anytime you see a video just comment on it. Tell us, you know, you can comment yee, you can comment where you're from, whatever. We do interact in the comments and we love seeing that. That helps. Um, sharing, liking videos, making sure you're subscribed. Um, all that stuff really helps. And yeah, we don't, we don't have sponsorships or anything like that. So anytime you really, you really like an episode, send it to a friend or whatever. And hopefully we'll hold up our end of the bargain and make sure that we're getting on good guests. We're being intentional with the podcast and hopefully with y'all doing that and us really focusing on content, it's it's going to help grow the podcast this year. This also isn't like gun to your head. <laughs> you better share it. But it certainly helps. <laughs> but like if kinda you kinda don't is. share it, then there won't be a, a podcast sure. anymore because it's just a lot of time and a lot of effort. And um, we enjoy doing it, but we want to make sure that we're using our time in the most effective way possible. So, Cool. All the housekeeping stuff out of the way. Season two. We've got Matt Carricker, a.k.a. Demolition Ranch, coming up now. We now welcome on very special guest, Matt Carricker. Can, can you, damn, June, can you turn off the radio? This, this podcast is already Is this mine? Bad. I broke my oh, sunglasses. Oh, sorry. It's my, the it's radio's mine. on. <laughs> I don't have one. These are Demolition Ranch right, sunglasses, sorry, this too, is... so it kind of talks about their quality. Oh, man. <laughs> this is my radio. We're not going to cut any of that. All right. Perfect. Matt. First question, how much are you benching right now? Uh, man, I'm actually a little behind, but I could hit 300 for sure, but I'm not happy about that. Are you in the middle of a cut right now? Just no, a main cut? No, I'm, I'm in the middle of, I just was lazy for a couple months, and so I'm trying to trying to get back on the wagon. You know? Something about the three plates. I don't yeah. know if it's a mental block or a physical block yep. or what it is, but I can do, I did 280 for four, but I could, I still can't get 315. You haven't ever got it? No, I've never got it. Oh, I thought you got it. Nope. Yeah, I got it. I got up to 320, but that was 10 months ago and life, you know. So I got to get back there. I'm yeah, close. He's got, a, he's got excuses. He's got kids. What's your excuse? Oh, nothing. I mean, he is like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, I'm 29 too, so Me I have too. no excuse. So this plus, is probably a question same. you get all the time, but how did Demolition Ranch start like how and we'll talk about your background before that but how does demolition become what it is now 
Well, what it is now is that's hard. That's a harder question. How did it start? It's easy, but what it is now is just evolving over the last twenty, not twenty. I'm not that old. Ten years. <laughs> Forty years ago, when Ten, YouTube I, first it, started, it's actually, <laughs> it was eleven. I think it's almost eleven years now. But yeah, it started because I knew I'd been watching. I was addicted to YouTube. I okay. loved watching YouTube, and so I I watched YouTube. And I had some videos on there just for fun. Like we just would put videos up, just like everybody did for fun back in the day. But then I saw people starting to make money on it. And then I start, saw people starting to make like decent money, like real money, not just pennies. You know, they're making dollars. And my goal, I was in vet school at the time that I started Demolition Ranch. And my goal was to make enough money to buy ammo because we had no money. <laughs> you know, I was in college. We had my, my wife and I both went to Texas A&M for four years. And we graduated and now I'm in vet school. So I'm spending more money on college. And so we have no money. And then we had a baby and like my wife was not happy about me going and shooting guns every weekend because mm -hmm. it's not cheap and i was like you know man if i could just figure out how to make 200 dollars a month that would cover my ammo <laughs> and then i wouldn't get in trouble every time i went shooting and so that was my goal was to make 200 bucks a month that's all that's the whole reason demolition ranch started that's a tale as old as time wives getting mad at husbands for spending yeah, too much time at the range dumb and, hobbies yeah exactly yeah yeah, yeah actually like golf everything, fishing yeah. everything and everything. in a way nothing has changed yeah, true. Yeah. I mean, like... It's still just buying things. That five-ton out them. there that I just almost got stuck in the mud, like, all paid for because, <laughs> like, I'm just making these dumb videos. Like, I just... I bought a five-ton, and my wife looks at it, and she's like, you're dumb, but she can't say no. You know? Right. I'm like, it's a business expense, right, babe. Right, Like, I have to, I have to buy this. So right? let's... Uh, I was going to wait on this, but let's go ahead and talk about it because we kind of... We kind of foreshadowed the hashtag don't tell mare. Yeah. So... That is one of my favorite like internet <laughs> subculture things because yep. everyone in your fan base don't uh, understands don't tell mayor. Yeah. So explain to that for someone that has never heard of you or never yep. watched your videos. What is don't tell mayor? My mean? wife's name is Meredith. Um, she's an angel, and she goes by mayor. I call her mayor, and uh, yeah. So it, it started every time I got a new gun. I would say I would talk to the audience. You know, like I'd look at the camera and be like, guys, like, hey, I I just got this. You know this. FN F2000 I mean <laughs> FS2000 um and you know it's like a $1500 gun I'm like hey I just got this really nice gun like but hey don't tell my wife about it like it was just kind of it was kind of a joke cuz obviously my wife and I have a great relationship and right. she knows about these things but like I wouldn't necessarily tell her the day that I bought it she'd find out about it you know a week later when she's like Hey, I thought you had like 10 guns and now there's like 20 in there, but <laughs> now you need a whole bedroom for them. How's that working? Yeah, I got, I have a, I have a vault. I have an yeah. underground vault in my house as people do, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's normal. A normal thing. But yeah, it just started as a big joke. Um, like that I wouldn't tell my wife these things and I'm like secretly keeping my hundreds of guns from her and, uh, it just kind of exploded. But now every time people see us in public and like Mary and I are together, they come up and they're like, Hey Matt, like I love your videos. And I won't tell her. Ha, ha. <laughs> and she's like, ha, ha, ha. Like, it's so funny. Yeah, it gets old after a while. It's she the same hates, joke. She hates that joke <laughs> because everyone else thinks it's funny. Yeah. I think it's funny, too. It's, it's, funny. it's funny. It's funny. She may need to start a hashtag don't tell Matt for all the leggings and sports bras. She has. She's, been she's actually, she's made some don't go. tell Matt okay. jokes. She before already has. Yeah, she's, she gets it. She knows it's funny. I was about to <laughs> say, hang around you awesome. long enough, you're going to start thinking that. Yeah, way, probably. for sure. <laughs> for sure. I agree. So... So you said you, you glossed over the fact that you were going to school to become a vet. Yeah. Uh, what branch? What branch of 
veterinary medicine? <laughs> I just love or, asking. Oh, that. what branch? Because, I see what you're saying. Because veteran. people see I got, I got how you dress, and they're like, "Thank yeah. you for your service." That actually, that actually has been one of the things that's hard because people like hear that I'm a vet. You know, their buddy will say, "Yeah, that's Matt. He's a vet," and I'm wearing camo and I'm shooting. <laughs> and you're guns. hanging out with Turkla and, yeah, yeah, and the black and rifle. Like, a bunch best. of my friends are like Marines right. and Army dudes, and like. So they're like, oh, yeah, he's a vet. Cool. Thank you for your service. And I'm like, what? I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. no. I just like spay dogs and stuff. <laughs> like, yeah, it's it's not that kind of vet. Very important, just not as yeah, important, I'm like, I would you're say. welcome for spaying that dog. <laughs> yes. Yeah, thank you. Was there a point where, what was the point where it went from, I'm going to become a vet and this is something fun to do into, okay, let's go full speed into this. Because I feel like whenever you take that turn, it's a little bit easier whenever the job that you were going to be was like, um, no offense to anyone out there, just like an auto mechanic or something like that. Yeah, for sure. But whenever you go to school to be a vet, like that's insane that to, was, to step away from that. That was hard because we, uh, you know, my wife and I went to school for a long time. She went to school for four years. I went to school for four years. And then I went to vet school for four years. So we had 12 years of school in between us. I had eight years of college and... Then as like, I don't know, probably like three years into being a veterinarian, I realized like, man, this YouTube thing's really taken off right now. And so then like five years in, it was like, uh, YouTube's like really big. And like, I need to start pulling hours away from being a veterinarian. How many subs do you have at this point? I don't know. It, it, it was gradual. So like, I remember, I remember when it was like just making enough money that it was like, hey, this is some cool extra money. Like we're right. paying for our, you know, our bills this month with just YouTube money. Like it was, it was really neat because back then we still had school debt and that kind of stuff. We were, you know, still had all that, all that stuff that everyone out of college has to deal with. And so it was like so cool to have this extra side income that was coming in. And then it was like once the YouTube income passed the vet income, it was like, well, do we quit? Like, do we go to YouTube or what? And it was like, no, we can't. Cause like we have eight years invested yeah. in this. Like that doesn't make any sense. So we actually waited a couple years after the YouTube income passed that up. And then it was like, okay, we need to start pulling some hours away. Cause it's the YouTube stuff is so much more fun. Like yeah. it's, it's, it doesn't feel like work. Like I'm shooting of guns course. and hanging out with cool guys. And like, it's, it was like, okay, well I used to have like a half day off um, from the vet clinic a week like my thursday afternoons that was your youtube afternoon. that was my youtube day like i on thursday afternoons i would just go make a video and then i was like hey maybe i should take off a whole day so thursday i just cleared it and i'm like all thursday just youtube day and then i was like i think i want to take off wednesdays too and have two days and so i just kind of started sharing time with yeah. the vet clinic basically the way it comes across is that you didn't set some long-term 10-year vision it was more you were just doing something that you enjoyed and was bringing value to people and people enjoyed watching it. And then you sat back and you're like, this is like crushing right now. And I think I may need to do this more. 100%. Yeah. Because otherwise, because a lot of people will like set a vision and then it just comes across like they're trying really hard. Yeah. But for you, you just were always having fun and you still are. Well, 10 year visions, as you guys know, is hard with social media because it who knows? Like, I, I didn't know if YouTube would still be around in three years. All of these apps time. may be gone in 10 years. 100%. Yeah. So the entire, I've been doing YouTube for over a decade, and the entire time I've been doing it as if it may be gone in six months. So, like, it was always a side business for me, like, forever, because I was like, it might turn off soon, and then I'll mm -hmm. just be a normal veterinarian again. And, yeah, so I, I don't know what I'm going to be doing two years from now. Like, 10 years, who knows? But... I try to like think about what I'm doing for the next six months and that's it. I'm just like, yeah, I'm just going to, I'm going to aim this way for six months and see what happens. 10 years is 
yeah. impossible to guess. That's why it's also so important. Like we, so we're recording this on Yee Day. If you're listening, I don't know when we're gonna drop this, but there's so many people. Like listeners at home may not fully understand, but Mayor's calling. Oh wait, Mayor's calling. <laughs> it's good. Don't tell. Don't tell her. Don't tell <laughs> don't, her you're on the podcast. Don't tell her, guys. She's She'll here. get real mad if you're on the <laughs> podcast. Um, so many people don't understand they're listening at home. We we know because we're in this world, but that's why it's so important to own your customers. So whether that be like y'all, obviously with Bunker Branding, which if you're not familiar, Bunker Branding uh, makes a lot of apparel. And not only do you do your own stuff, you have like, how many people do you have now? We've got like content 40 creators. influencers. And like insane. Creators, so yeah. a content creator goes to Bunker Branding. He's built out an entire team and they say, hey, we want to make shirts and hats and all this gear for our, for our followers. But I don't know the first thing about that Matt's team says, cool, we're going to do all that for you. We'll handle it. We'll take a cut. And that's how it works. And it's great for those content creators because they don't know about that stuff. And in the end, they just want to make content. That's yeah. all they care about. And it's perfect. So that's why it's so important. If you're listening out there and you're wondering, like you want to start or whatever, YouTube's a great vehicle to do that. All the social medias are like, that's how you get in front of people. But at the end of the day, it's what we've always tried to do. And I've I know that you guys have done it too, is own your customer info, like get their emails, connect with them through email, like connect with them through text, because seriously, not even YouTube could be gone. Like, I'm sure you're thinking about it all the time. Like as a conservative shooting guns, YouTube channel, like you're probably having to deal with stuff every other day with, with oh, yeah. what YouTube's going to do. And like, are they going to keep my channel up? Right. And right now it's not as bad, but yeah, there have been times, um, in the past decade, of course, where like stuff happened or there's, you know, certain people being elected to office where like guns might be taken away. Like we don't know, or they might be highly regulated. And then it's like, you know, you're not gonna be able to do any of the fun stuff. They might say no more 50 cals. And it's like, well, what the heck are we going to do? Yeah. So yeah, that's actually why I started the, uh, the vlog channels just so I could have something totally not gun related in case, you know, gun YouTube ever got shut down, which now it's just been great to have a side channel that I can put anything I want on. I can put house building stuff. I can put, you know, uh, car building stuff, anything, yeah. I, all my other hobbies that I like to do. Um, I have that, but I only did that because I was scared the demolition ranch channel might be squashed someday. Yeah. And that's off the ranch, correct? Yes. Speaking okay. of bunker branding, how does it feel knowing that the only two brands to not bend the knee to bunker are here today in Dale Brisby's rodeo time and Granger's <laughs> yee yee. It's messed up. It's messed up. We're going to get them someday. We're going <laughs> to. Is that knee. why like you that. have all the guns? Is that yeah, a, yeah. Yes, a low threat. key threat <laughs> to, Hey, I'd love to have you guys on. Make well, you guys didn't see, I walked through y'all's thing earlier and I kicked over some bins. <laughs> I just was like, I'm going to mess this he place up. He took a note and then just kicked a bin. <laughs> He's like, I'll wear their gear, but I'm not going to. I have stole this hat it. and then I knocked over the bin. <laughs> well, what hats. you, what you mean by that for, if you're listening, it, it is interesting because you, you did, we talked about this at one point. So it's interesting to have this conversation. We talked about this with someone. We were like, should we try to go get content creators? Actually, it wasn't really in the content space. It was more in music. Yeah. Because in music, Granger's got all these connections. Dude, we have ordered gear from people so many times and like a band that I really, like really it. love. And I'm like, what is this? Yeah. And if you look in the band and music world, there are like two companies that run everything and then really? there's a couple people that do their own little thing but it's like it's like johnson and johnson runs everything yeah. like literally every single band gets their merch from one company and so and they're all terrible quality and so we've talked about that before at the end i think that for now what we've decided is let's focus on us it's and just try to a be whole nother thing yeah, yeah it's exactly like, do you want to do that but but yeah i mean and i mean obviously we're making jokes about this but like it's one of those things that like you know, I've offered for you guys to come up and see what we do. Cause yeah. I think, I think y'all should start printing. Like I want you guys to succeed. And like, I can, we print all our stuff 
And I was like, man, you guys need to start doing all this stuff. And I want y'all to, I want y'all to get on the next level. Let's go. And explain to the listeners what is different about his facility rather than ours. Yeah. Matt just prints all of their own t-shirts in house. They're like, instead of going to a vendor and saying, I want this shirt. And then they make their cut on it. Who buys a blank t-shirt and they print on it. Uh, Matt's like, well, we'll just buy the blanks ourselves. We'll buy the machines that print on them. Yeah. We have embroidery and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, I think that's, I think that's where y'all should head. I mean, cause it's, it's hard to reach out to other people and, and profit off of that. Like for a long time we were like, do we like, should we just focus on demolition ranch stuff and all that? But I, we just started doing all my friends gear first, you know, like yeah, all, all my, small. all my YouTubers who like, they're my friends and I'm like, yeah, we can do your stuff. It'll be easy. And so we weren't really doing it to make money at first, but now that it's grown, we kind of figured out all the, the details. Like it's, it's good. I'm glad we did it. But um, and I also was like, I'm glad we did it in case Demolition Ranch ever gets shut down, sure. you know, whatever. Absolutely. Like we can still have a real business that can, you know, support these other businesses and make money for us. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's been fun. Well, it's like with music too. There's always going to be a new hot thing. For sure. There's always going to be something and y'all have to have your ear to the ground knowing who's the next content creator. Yeah. I was like, I mean, Ginger Billy's been doing it a while, but he kind of came out of nowhere. And I remember seeing his videos and then all of a sudden I turn around and he's getting stupid engagement like stupid engagement numbers on facebook unlike anything i've ever seen and he is that was where he came up i didn't know that facebook interesting Dude, okay I didn't, his videos on facebook I didn't know are that. incredible numbers i've never seen anything like crazy. it crazy and i would if it was anyone else i would say you paid for that engagement somehow yeah. but i know he didn't because nah. it's ginger billy and he's, he's just a good old ginger boy. billy is just the <laughs> best and you get on facebook and each video is like literally 20 million views yes. like that's not an ginger billy is your mom's favorite content <laughs> yeah. creator my mom loves don't ginger tell billy. dale brisby that <laughs> yeah don't tell dale brisby nah, i don't know that. a lot of moms love dale brisby <laughs> it's true his shirt yesterday said your mom's favorite bull rider <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good all right apocalypse you pick one gun what is it God, that's the hardest question and well you know why it's the hard question because Everybody expects me to say something crazy. They're like, yeah, Matt's going to pick a rocket no, no, launcher functional, for sure. Functional. It's an AR-15. Exactly. That's every, what I would every say. day it's an AR-15, yep. and that's the most boring vanilla answer. But that's, yeah, come on. Like, I'm not going to I'm not gonna get the Barrett out right. for the apocalypse, right. which would be sick, but I'd, I'd get sniped pretty quick. Yeah. So. We talk about it all Nick the Irving time. Nick can have it. Nick Irving. Yeah, Nick Irving. <laughs> yeah. We talk about it all the time. Where would you want to be in the apocalypse? And we talk about the Yee farm because yeah. it's a big enough compound to yeah. be big. It's flat everywhere. Oh, yeah. You can so see we every can direction. See everything. So you have, a, you have a 24 hour shift. We come in and out. There's a yeah. bedroom up there that you can crawl out the window. And I'm like, <laughs> if you have, if you have like six people working, like, you know, eight hour shifts, 12 hour shifts, whatever, you've got six people all around the building. No one is coming. You here. got, you got one guy like camo down in the swamp over there. Like, you know, oh. he's, he's just sitting there. Like oh. people are going to be trying to sneak through and you're just going to snipe them right there. Actually, after the mudding today, we could probably get someone down in the mud too. Yeah, like we predator can... style. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of uh, hiding out in those situations, your vault is unbelievable. Thanks. I've never seen it. Really looks excited. like a, like a dream Grand Theft Auto. I, I walk down there sometimes and I'm like, this is like some Matrix stuff. This is John Wick over here. I saw your kids were not impressed with the uh, food storage. That yeah, you they thought I was crazy. I like finally broke down. I was like, I need to be a prepper. I need to get some food. I got like like three months of food for one person, which is, yeah. you know, it's like 2000 calories a day times times 90 days or whatever. And so with my family of five, it'd last a lot. It'd be like three weeks. Yeah. But I show my kids and they're like, oh, this looks disgusting. I would never eat this. And I'm like, you will when you're starving. They're like, we won't. I was like, fine, I'm gonna eat all myself. Then whatever. I don't care about y'all. Well, you made a good point in it because you're like, it's one thing when a grocery store is 
out of stuff for like a day, but you don't really realize how fragile civilization yeah. is because you said, and you were like, if it goes three days without it, things go downhill really fast. Yeah. Granger talked about it uh, when everything happened with, <laughs> we joke about it like it was the toilet paper, but they started running out of other things. And Granger said, all it takes is is uh, one dad who's like, my little girl either needs her medicine 100%. or we're out of food. And I'm so sorry, man, but I need to take it from yeah, you. Start robbing and, people with guns. Yeah, 100%. I mean, like there were lines to get into stores when like just the power went out for a few days, you know, like it, during that storm, that snowstorm. It was like, it was hard to get food for a few days. And I was like, what if that went on for three weeks? Like it'd be getting a little dicey and we'd feel a lot more comfortable if we were like, have three months of food downstairs. So that was why I was like, man, I can spend, it was like, I spent like $800. Like that's not that much for that security. And it lasts for like 25 years, has a 25 yeah. year shelf life. And it's like, I don't have to buy any more food for a long time. And now I'm covered for the next 25 years in case something bad happens that's worse than the power going out for a week. I love the innocence of kids, though. They're like, Dad, we'll just Uber eat some McDonald's <laughs> yeah. or something. Like, like, it's we're fine. just going to drive into town and get Taco Bell, Dad. Come on. <laughs> like, we don't want to eat this junk in your buckets. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who would you uh, – no parameters. doesn't have to be in the outdoor space. Who would you want to collaborate the most with? Is it Col Elon Musk? <laughs> He's pretty hot Dude, right now. can you imagine the numbies that you and Elon Musk would do? That would be like I mean, stupid. but it would just be Elon Musk, and like I would just be there. Like it wouldn't be because yeah, of me. but but I think that you I think that you don't understand. Like okay, yeah, Elon is Elon, but you uh, have such a dedicated following. But then you got to remember too, all the people that aren't dedicated to you but are in the outdoor space and have heard of you. Yeah. Well, now this video with Elon Musk comes out, they're all watching. Yeah, like it would do insane numbers yeah but that, I, that doesn't have to be your answer as far as numbers go like something like that would be great but yeah my my answer i think um i think i'd do it with george Strait. I, 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 if i get george Strait on demolition ranch like i just i'd hang it up i'd be done after that so that's what i'm shooting for just george on the channel hey george i love you does he live in san antonio yeah he lives like 20 minutes from my house See, now what you've got to do is, you know, like the kid that wants a job and puts his resume in a cake and sends it to the CEO. Now you got to start getting creative. I should creep. I should like break into George's house at night. Just, just creep. Yeah. That, yeah. Just, just, just break in. Just break in. Okay, well, no, yeah, because yeah. that's happened to you before. You told me that, right? No one's broken in my house. But they showed up at your door at night. Oh yeah. Right? Someone. Yeah. Like eight o'clock. Yeah. At your front door. Me. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. a little dicey. Yeah. I mean, he got welcomed in a not very welcoming way. It's it's it was a bad idea for him. It's wild to me to watch. Um, it's the same thing with Whistling Diesel. It's yep. like you know that you watch all of his content is out there. You know he has guns. Like you know what the guy's about, and you yeah. know he doesn't mess around. He and regretted for, it for sure. Okay, but, cool. cool. <laughs> like, it's only happened once, and he regretted it. So, yeah, I don't want to get into that story, but yeah, I was I was mad. Very. Like, he jumped my gate and came down to my house at night. Oh, jumped. A, oh, he yeah, jumped yeah, a gate. A, yeah, that's a whole. Like, I'm not on. I'm not on a place. Like, I don't have a sidewalk up to my house. Like, I have a gate and I'm not next to the road. And he, yeah, that was. I was not happy. Uh, do you have any interest in becoming a NASCAR driver? Uh, no, not really. But I, I've been, I've been racing, racing lately. I, know. I knew you were into racing, yeah. but I didn't understand it to the full effect until I watched the latest video. I think it was on Off the Ranch. Yeah, and I, it was so awesome that there's actually qualifying and there's guys out oh, yeah, there using like nitrous it's legit yeah we had nitrous in those cop have you cars seen, have yeah you seen yeah, yeah videos watched your videos yeah no that's really fun so the reason i wouldn't be in a nascar is because they go 200 miles an hour or something and i'm just scared of that but these crown vicks they go like 70 
But isn't it, but isn't it safer to be in a NASCAR with the safety? I don't versus think so. Versus, do, do you just have a really nice roll cage? In yeah, it? They, yeah. They, they've they've, Dale. Got, they've Dale. got roll cages. You're in full suits and everything. Like we're in helmets and full fire suits and fire gloves and everything. But you only get up to seventy, and like everyone's, it's just like a NASCAR race where it's just an oval track. Everyone's going the same direction, so like you're crashing the whole time, but you're all crashing in the same direction, and so it's. Is it it's dirt? Pretty safe. No, it's it's asphalt. Oh, it's asphalt. Yeah. So we're actually going to Indianapolis. We're racing on the oh, on the, the Indy trap, Indy <laughs> track in like uh, a couple weeks or something. So the, that one's bigger. So we're going to be going a little bit faster. But how do yeah. people like? Can people watch this? Can people stream 100%. it? Hundred percent. So they sell tickets to be in person, and it's it's a live stream as well. Okay. Yeah. How is it compared to the way you thought it would be? Because everyone looks at that and they're like, "Oh, I could do that." Uh, yeah, it's Are way you harder. Or I'm, worse is the competition better. I'm way better now. So this was my second time to do it. Uh, the first time. I actually got T-boned unfairly. Like some guy went off the course and then he came back in and just T-boned me and it crushed my my steering and ruined my car. So I was out pretty early. And so they gave me like a spare car, but it just, it was terrible. Anyway, this last race though, my car held up and I did good. I, I got seventh out of 20 guys and I started in 17th place. So mm. I, I did pretty good. Kept my, I mean, it's, it's mostly just an endurance thing where you have to keep your car alive, you know? Mm. And so the guys that come out super hard end up getting smashed. And so... I was trying to just kind of feel it out for the, it was a hundred lap race. And so the first like 50 laps, I was just feeling out. I was kind of, I was moving up a little bit, but not very much. And I was just trying to not ruin my car or burn my tires up or anything. And I did, hadn't used my nitrous yet. And then we hit lap 50 and I was like, all right, I made it to the second half. Like, let's go. And I was like, let's see what this button does. <laughs> and started using nitrous and started like passing. And so I think the next race, I'm going to be a little more aggressive because the guy that won was just just like cutting people off and being really aggressive. And I think he got lucky. He didn't like hurt his car, but he's also a very skilled driver, of course. And so I think I'm just going to be a little more aggressive in the next one. Did you at least take your helmet off whenever you fought the guy that T-boned you? Oh yeah. No, he's dead. <laughs> no. <laughs> Cause that's a big thing in NASCAR. And we, yeah. we're just now getting into this. It's yep. like you, t if you're going to fight someone, that's okay on pit road after the race, yep. but you better take off your helmet. Yeah, th th that was actually part of the rules. They were like, if okay. you fight someone, make sure to do it in front of the crowd yes. and don't hit them with your helmet. Okay. So they just don't want you to use your helmet as a weapon. And they're like, otherwise go at it boys and make sure you do it in front of the camera. So yeah. we can get those views. Yeah. Ty Gibbs <laughs> and uh, Kevin Harvick love fighting with their helmets on apparently. Huh? Why? Well, they've, the last two years, I've seen both of them do it. Interesting. Uh, it does, like, I mean, it's hard to get those helmets off. You have gloves on, and you have to try to get your strap off. I could see that it'd be hard to do it, but. Or if you just know you're going to get your butt kicked. Yeah. That'd yeah. be really hard. I'm going to leave this thing on. <laughs> it's like me if me and Robert Oberst were like, ah, I can't get it off. <laughs> I'd, I'd probably leave it on. Just, Go ahead and hit me. I'm going to leave my helmet on, though. Just Robert's like, out there making people use his smelling salts. <laughs> was he really? Yeah. For what? He's passing it out to everyone just to get just their reaction. Just because no one's ever smelled that before, yeah. Ginger Billy goes, it's like fire ants in my nose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I can guarantee you Ginger Billy's never done smelling salts before. I had never met him before, so he's been doing his merch with us for a while, but I had never actually run into him. Um, and I just thought it was a little bit of a character, but like, no, that's how he is. No, no, that's him. That's him. Exact same thing yep. I thought the first time. We were yep. with him for like six or seven hours, and... Yeah, I I thought he was going to fly here with no shirt. I texted him before. <laughs> I was almost so worried. I texted him before and said, hey, Ginger, just a heads up. And remember, you got to wear shoes and a shirt yeah. to the airport whenever I'm you sure fly I'm sure he here. hams it up a little bit, but, like, <laughs> dude, that, that dude's a redneck. Yeah, he is. Like, that's him. Yeah, he is. All right, I got a couple questions. Uh, well, I, I just got one, actually. This is the last question. This is Google question. This is something that people are asking on Google. Oh, good. I can't yeah, wait. This isn't what I'm asking. <laughs> All right. 
hate that you preface it with that. Like, what's yeah, yeah, I don't want you to think that it's what I'm asking. <laughs> How much money does Matt Carricker have? <laughs> uh, am I trying to guess what Google <laughs> says? No, no, you're just telling me how much money you have. How much money I have? <laughs> like okay. how much? Like cool. how much money is in your wallet right now? Uh, I actually, it's a weird. This is not normal, but there's over a thousand bucks in my wallet right now because I sold something recently. You can sh- you can show it to me. I won't. Okay. I won't take it. Get like show it to me really close. You gonna take it? Dale just said millions yesterday when we asked him. Yeah, <laughs> count it for me. There's, there's like a thousand bucks. Ooh, in there. there's a lot of hundreds yeah. in there. <laughs> I just sold something, so yeah. People uh, love. Yeah. We, we always ask that. People love. But, hey, Hayden, I have hundreds of dollars in my bank account too. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, people always love asking that online. Like, I and I've never been someone that cares about that. Yeah. But I will. Uh, <laughs> I was. I went to San Diego a few weeks ago. My parents were staying at uh, a very notable golfer's house. We had a friend of a friend and they had this vacation home. And so I was like, Hey, Brian, who's our video guy, Brian Kimball. I was like, Hey, uh, we're staying cause he's a golfer. I said, Hey, my parents are staying at this person A's house. And he immediately was like, their net worth is $50 million. <laughs> it's like, I didn't ask. I didn't, I didn't ask how much money they have. Yep. He's obsessed with looking at people's net worth. Is, it's funny. Cause they, I mean, like I'm one of those people, you can look up what is Matt Carriger's net worth. And some of them are close and some of them are so far off. But right. like, I also do it too. I'm like, Oh, what is Chuck Norris's net worth? And I'm like, Oh wow. It's, it's a hundred million. And it's like, who knows if it actually is <laughs> yeah, some yeah. random guy on the internet said that it also used to say, if you ask how tall is Matt Carriger, it said, Oh, six, nine. <laughs> And nice, for, nice. for like five years until I brought it to the attention of the internet, I was like, yeah, the internet thinks I'm 6'9". And then 6'10". they started to figure out how, how tall I actually am. It's like, he's not 6'9". <laughs> I'm like 6'6 six, six or something. Do you have a Wikipedia page? Oh, yeah. But I actually, that one, someone put that up like back in 2013 or something, and I don't think it's been updated. So I've got this Wikipedia page from when I had like 30,000 subscribers. Mm, yeah. We could change some stuff on there. Yeah, you probably could. If you're listening to this, go uh, change something funny, and then a couple days <laughs> put after. Put that I'm 6'9". Yeah, make yeah. sure to put that I'm 6'9 on there, or 7'9". Bo- Let's really crank it up. Born in uh, like 1961, yep. 1962. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Real old guy. All right, well, this is fun. We always ask. Well, we, didn't, we don't always ask. We're going to start asking people to end with a piece of advice for the listeners it can be a life lesson or life quote hmm. what you got for us i don't know that's a really broad i question. know i know um, uh well mine yesterday was uh don't pee on an electric fence yeah i've never done that but that probably is pretty good advice man i don't know you put me on the spot here um follow your heart guys and, oh um, beautiful and reach for the moon you miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take was that one or two? Did you just wrap like three? Okay, I was yeah. to say. it was just uh, <laughs> covered all his bases. Just very, very general. Uh, go for it. <laughs> it was great. I came up with that on the spot. That, that was is perfect. Matt character original perfect. too. Go, yeah. That was perfect. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks. We'll for have to me. have this you on great. again for sure. All right. Thank you guys for listening. See y'all next week. Eat your veggies. Eat your veggies.